0: Just the other day, I was uh, walking down the road and I ran into Becky, a friend of mine I haven't seen in quite a few months. And boy, man, I I was just amazed at the way she looked, uh, the way she carried herself, the smile on her face. It was just unbelievable, astonishing. It was amazing to see somebody go through such a big transformation with their self. This is Dr. Jason Alvian with Structurally Sound. So people like Becky, this is a a common thing that happens when you go and visit Dr. Ronnie. Hello, Dr. Ronnie.
1: Hi, Dr. Jason.
0: Oh, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. So Dr. Ronnie, she's the uh, president and founder of uh, Dr. Ronnie optimize your health and wellness. It's uh, it's an amazing company because she uh, helps people like Becky get to point A to point B and it's just remarkable the uh, results she gets.
1: Thank you so much for that, Dr. Jason. I really love watching the transformation not just of what people's weight looks like, but their energy, their health and their confidence and their self-love and really who they become. So
0: what's, what's really, really cool is is, is somebody like Becky. Yes, uh, she' she lost quite a bit of weight. And, and that should make anybody happy. But there was there was something else. There was a, there was a glow about her. Uh, something there was a, a change, I think, internally, more than just the external that put her on this path. And that's where you come in. You're not just a, about weight loss, which is a part of getting the structure, but you help somebody from the inside.
1: That's exactly right. I do believe that marrying the nutrition, exercise and lifestyle, along with a mindset strategy, is the perfect marriage for wellness. And to have that glow. because you know.
0: <laughs> so that, that that word you use there, uh, a lifestyle. Uh, what's so cool about that is you told me that you really began this path at 16. It's just amazing to go down a path at 16 years old and be able to maintain a structured life the way you have to get to where you are. What are you doing now that is the same from when you were 16 and led you into this spot?
1: Oh, what a great question. Well, actually, I have an answer. At the age of 16, are you familiar with Napoleon Hill?
0: Napoleon Hill, tell us about Napoleon Hill.
1: So Napoleon Hill created the book Think and Grow Rich. Have you heard of that?
0: Think and Grow Rich, a good book to get out there. Dr. Rani read it at 16.
1: Uh, I actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, at 16, Think and Grow Rich. My boyfriend at the time and I, this is what we did on our Saturday night, was we listened to cassette tapes of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich.
0: Are you sure you want to let people know you listen to cassette tapes?
1: I know. You're not around anymore, so I'm right? keeping my age away, which I'm, <laughs> I'm very comfortable with these days. Um because ageless 32 is what I stuck to for many years. And then my daughter wanted to know, mommy, are you stuck there? (laughs) (laughs) Getting back to Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. That is where and when I learned what the mind conceives, the mind achieves. And that was what that book was about. So I didn't realize at that age that started to become a part of who I was when I created some little affirmations on a blackboard. I did not know they were affirmations. I just wrote things that I wished for and I would read them every night before bed. And as I continued to grow and do this work, I understood it was called a daily affirmation. Just something that I certainly work with my patients to have them start their day and end their day with some beautiful affirmations to plant the seeds in their brain.
0: Okay, so you you got this uh, great mindset on affirmations. If we're to dive deep into the structure of an affirmation, what is it that you're saying to yourself and how do you see that it works? What's, What's the key to these affirmations?
1: Getting back to Napoleon Hill, what the mind can see and believe The mind can achieve. So if we're programming our mind about eating well, being feeling thin, feeling healthy, feeling energetic, okay, then we will be.
0: Okay. So it, it, I, know it, I know it sounds simple. And a lot of our people will think, oh, yeah, easy for you to say. <laughs> it's always easy for you to say. Now, with, with these affirmations, obviously, it's, if I was to say, I have a lot of money, and I said that today, what's the time period on these affirmations before they really start to change somebody?
1: You can't just say I have a lot of money. <laughs> As you're saying, I have a lot of money. Your inner, your inner self is saying, No, you don't. <laughs> the <That's laughs> conflict. So it's not just saying it. An affirmation that you just speak out loud is never going to work. An affirmation that you say out loud, you visualize in your mind, you feel it in your heart, you connect all of that together then you really have a chance of it coming to be because you're creating a new habit in your brain. Just like, just like people who are overweight and unhealthy, they just have a bad habit of a mindset. They see themselves that way. So even if somebody loses weight, if we don't change what that vision mindset is, Eventually, they're going to put the weight off. So in order to attain and then maintain the weight loss, it is important that they really begin to see themselves differently.
0: So it's a, it's to see themselves differently. Now, I, again, you've worked with quite a few people and I, I've seen some of those people and the the transformation they go through. They obviously have to follow some sort of structural plan. They have to have something in place. It's not just like you said, if you think about it, it's going to happen. There has to be action and form with this. What kind of plan are you seeing somebody go on? Is this a, a one week plan, a four week? Is this, I know it's a, you're saying a lifestyle change, but where is that, that change? What's that focus you work with, especially with weight loss?
1: So what I do is I utilize a medically supervised ketogenic program.
0: (laughs) Whoa, wait a second here. Wait a second here. People, you're, you're talking about ketogenic and medically supervised, uh, if you're listening to this and you hear those words, what, what are you like, what are they even talking about? How would you explain that to somebody?
1: Basically, you know, a lot of people are doing the keto diet out there, but unfortunately there's so much fat involved in the online keto diet. It's really not the healthiest way to lose your fat, but if we get your body into a state of ketosis, what is ketosis? Ketosis is when the body switches from being a sugar burner to being a fat burner. So the beauty of the ketogenic weight loss program that I do is as you're losing weight, you are losing the fat mass and you are sparing the muscle mass, which is huge. Because on most other diets, you're losing half muscle, half fat. Muscle is the engine for fuel to burn the fuel in the body. So if you're losing muscle, your engine's going to get slower.
0: Okay, so so you're when you said you went from burning sugar to burning fat. So this is this is changing the the fuel system in the body. I mean, does it completely switch over, and you're just going to now burn fat and it what is it about you said ketosis and fat burning how is this working for somebody and how do you get their mindset to do this
1: because after they do the transition to burning fat for fuel they start to feel so good they're feeling energetic their addictive cravings to carbohydrates and sugars they disappear And they're not as hungry. And all of that gives them motivation to continue on forward. I really am a huge believer that sugar is one of the major causes of all diseases, all inflammatory problems in the body.
0: Okay. So does somebody just eliminate sugar from their diet completely?
1: Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much on this particular program, they're going to be having sugar in their vegetables. They're, you know, things that you don't realize that broccoli has sugar. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we do make sure there's enough sugar that your brain is staying sharp. But there's not an abundance of sugar, meaning that your brain's getting enough of it, but now your body is really needing to burn the fat to give you energy. And that feels good.
0: Yeah, so this, uh, I've heard people say, they're like, I'm going to go on a no-carb diet. And there they are, they're eating salads, they're eating cold cuts, and uh, they do tend to lose weight, but is that really the healthiest way to go?
1: The healthiest way to go is to... First of all, cold cuts like that wouldn't be on my <laughs>
0: because
1: I just believe there's a lot of things inside of the coal cuts that I would not be recommending. But I am a big believer that a good source of protein and good vegetables is is a healthy lifestyle. And that doesn't mean that you're never, ever having sugar, but it does mean it's not a part of your daily routine, because that's what made people whether it's overweight, whether it's um, inflammatory, whether it's diabetes. And we can talk about all these things that create what's known as metabolic syndrome. And metabolic syndrome occurs pretty much when you're eating too much sugar. And unfortunately, you know, obesity has been now declared a disease as of 2013. And 70% of Americans are considered obese. And now we have this issue that we're all dealing with, which is COVID virus, that seems to affect obese people, overweight people, people with metabolic syndrome, more than someone who is not overweight or dealing with any type of metabolic syndrome. So there's never, ever been a better time ever to have your body metabolically sound than right now. I mean, I believed in this well before COVID. You know, this has always been my passion. Mm -hmm. Now with COVID here and everybody's trying to figure out what to do to stay healthy and safe. Well, this is something that you can do to help yourself. And unfortunately, a lot of people being home actually put on extra COVID weight. So it's, it's really a great time to make a decision. It's always starting with a decision of taking care of yourself and being loving to yourself and doing what's actually going to help you instead of hurt you.
0: Yeah, I know we can talk about addictions. I mean, addictions come in both the good, bad, and neutral forms. And uh, a lot of the addictions that tend to be worse for us, it's they're easier to to do. Whereas the ones that are positive and help, they're always a little more difficult because they take more more work. And getting into a type of diet like this, and somebody's going, oh, I got to cut these things out. And I don't have to do these anymore and they are gonna go through that withdrawal process. What are some of the things you help somebody get through? That? I mean, there's gotta be a withdrawal process those first few weeks. Yeah. Are, are you there to help them through this process or what What goes on?
1: Of course, of <sighs> course. But I have to tell you, it's not a few weeks. The withdrawal, it, it is anywhere from four to six days and they're no longer in withdrawal and then, by the time that they are in this for a little while when you ask them about other things that used to call them uh, foods you know like really mm-hmm. foods like they have no desire so it happens over a period of time where their lifestyle and choices truly begin to change and they The other choices no longer become a choice that they even want to do anymore. And yes, they have my support. We go hand in hand together with whatever they need. We we start off with uh, about an hour together, explaining and me understanding and learning about them, and then we meet like this. We we meet um, on a FaceTime together, and we um, we we discuss whatever. They need on a weekly basis to make sure that there's that they're being accountable, and if they're stuck anywhere in between that week, they're able to reach out to me because sometimes they just need that little that little tilt upward.
0: Yeah, you're 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 saying six days now. Now is this more of a, a physical type of withdrawal that goes away in those six days? How how does that mental withdrawal take place? I mean somebody that says that they've they've smoked 20 years ago they haven't smoked in 20 years but they still have this craving to have a cigarette once in a while uh, i can only imagine that can even happen with donuts so where does that shift come in
1: i do think that would happen with donuts but it's not happening on the ketogenic program with the donuts because after about a week when the sugars out of the system remember an addiction is something that's in your system it's like the, when there's enough of it in the system to keep you wanting more. But since we're depleting most of it out of your system, what's happened in about a week's period of time, these cravings are, they're pretty much not calling them. And they're feeling so good. So what do we as humans want all the time? we want what makes us feel good. So if the donut is making them feel good, they'll go for the donut. But if being on this program is making them feel better, they don't want the donut because they're feeling better.
0: Yeah, I was saying there, you got that, those positives and negatives. If I, if I want to eat a donut right now, it's going to taste good. I already know that it's going to taste good. Uh, and I'll get that immediate satisfaction. Uh, what you're saying is the people you're working with, that long-term satisfaction of the way they're sleeping and moving and feeling and getting that good nutrition in the body, they're losing that craving to have that instantaneous gratification.
1: 100% because we're training them to be focused on that more than the momentary enjoyment of the donut, which brings us back to what they're thinking about.
0: So uh, again, 16 years old, you started doing this. Uh, when was the last time you remember having some sort of uh sugary treat out there? I know, like you said, you can still fit it into your lifestyle once in a while, uh, maybe not at the beginning of the program, but how long has it been for you?
1: So Jason, <laughs> you, oh, Jason you know, I very much enjoy some really good Italian red wine, you know, <laughs> is so close to my heart. So, you know, that, that is something I do on a you know, couple of times a week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do in, enjoy many things, but I don't overindulge. But I do feel at the end of the program, not while you're in a ketogenic state, you can't do that. But the goal at the end is to be able to live a lifestyle where you're going to have certain things that you just really enjoy. And now you have a different mindset of how to indulge but not overindulge. And again, it's all about a lifestyle. Because if you're doing something like that, you're not going to gain weight from that. Plus...
0: So it, it seems like when when you get somebody through a program, the, the program is designed to get them to where they want to go. So cutting all this stuff out for that period of time is is temporary. And then when they get back into a maintenance program, they're not going to go back to what they were doing, but they can occasionally indulge once in a while. It's not like it's gone from their life forever.
1: Absolutely. And that, I mean, if not, what's the point? Like we want to enjoy but what we really hope at the end of all of it is they just feel so good that what they might have thought they wanted so in other words they may choose to have that glass of wine as opposed to having any dessert that night or someone else might decide oh i'm gonna have a piece of birthday cake tonight but i'm not going to indulge on the bread on the table it's just they they just automatically start thinking differently because they truly love themselves more, love themselves enough to be making decisions that are really loving and serving to themselves.
0: So it's Friday night, glass of red wine tonight? I believe so. Wow. Wow. So this is just some amazing stuff that you are out there doing and helping people at a time where it's needed. Now, you brought up COVID a little bit ago. How are you meeting with your clients now? How are you helping people? Are you meeting face to face? What is it that you have done to change to make sure you can still help people's lives in an environment we're
1: in? So interestingly enough, COVID, since we're doing so much FaceTime now, I'm having patients from many places in the country, and uh, my, my expansion has been pretty wonderful. So in reference to how am I seeing people here in Boca Raton, Florida, that's really something that I would discuss with someone, if they felt the need to be together, we could make that happen as well. A lot of people are enjoying this because it's one less person that people need to be in contact, physical contact with. But again, it really depends on what everybody's needs are. But if I can look in your eyes and you can look in mine and always when I'm doing this with someone, it's important that I can connect and really feel what's going on with them. It's working, just like what we're doing now. So whatever is going to be more comfortable is the direction I would go.
0: Okay, wow. Um, Getting on those those calls, are, are there's anybody out there that is still saying I want to meet you in person?
1: Yeah, actually, I, it was uh, one of your patients, which, um, yeah, and and, um, and I, I'm fine to meet her in person, if in fact, that would be uh, more comfortable for her. Um, but most people have been preferring to do this, especially since some people are in New York, and some people are in California. And so it there's no difference whether you are right here in boca raton or somewhere else for right at this moment
0: man yeah. wow is there anything that i didn't even ask you that you wanted to tell everybody about something about you something about your business something about life uh a golden nugget as if we may
1: so the golden nugget You know, I know that we are in challenging, uncertain times right now and everything that I'm talking about in reference to mindset and weight loss, it's really the same as mindset and strength and courage of going forward and and a belief that we will be okay. And so Everything that people learn with me, it absolutely helps with diet and weight loss and health. But when you say that you saw the shining light of that patient, you know, at the end, what my hope is, is that when I do have the opportunity to work with people, that it's it just spreads to every single area of their life of these these new habits, if they go to my website, which is drroni.com, they could go and download. It's a three-minute morning mindset journal, (laughs) which is a bit of a tongue twister. But realistically, it's taking three minutes in the morning, sitting with your coffee and actually creating an intention of the day. And at night, taking that sheet of paper that you wrote on, reviewing it, maybe another three minutes, visualizing it, feeling it, and then going to sleep and having that be in your brain as you're sleeping. Um, Because how we start our day and how we end our day is truly the most important thing. Start strong, end strong, and everything in between will be really good.
0: You just reminded me of something I I learned uh, at actually uh, a seminar, Uh, the initials SSFS. Uh, I learned from out there, when your day comes up, you want to start strong, but finish stronger. So make sure that that day is so finished that when you wake up the next day, you're ready to go and you're still not stuck on anything that you had to do the day before. Try not to leave anything open for the next day if it can be completed
1: i have to say you live that that is (laughs) you are and see that was your habit from when you were young and dr jason that is who you show up to be every day
0: it's about following that structure to make sure everything functions well once that structure goes off you know the function goes right down so Dr. Ronnie here, again, she's uh, at drronnie.com. And you said Ronnie is spelled R-O-N-N-I-E for those of you that wanted to spell it a different way. Now, when you say doctor, is it just the D-R or is it the full D-O? No.
1: dot ecom Simple, easy, boom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many different spellings out there. And since this is... uh Only audio here. We want to make sure people are able to find you should they want to be able to bring out their inner glow. So Dr. Rani, any last uh, words on what you do that you want to add?
1: So lastly, what I would like to put out to all your listeners is it would be my pleasure to do a short uh, hello consultation so that if anyone has an interest, I think it's so much more personable that we speak and see if, in fact, if any of your needs um, is 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 something that I would be able to help you with. So they are welcome to call me, contact me, text me to get it started, whatever works best. But it would be my pleasure.
0: Oh, you know what? I completely forgot. Jack LaLanne. Tell us your story about Jack LaLanne. And for those of you out there that don't know who Jack LaLanne is, I I encourage you to look up Jack LaLanne. Jack LaLanne is a fitness guru. Uh, Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But if you've ever been in a gym and you've used one of those machines in the gym, there's a good chance you've worked on one that was originally invented by Jack LaLanne.
1: Yes. Uh, pioneer. And that he was. He was the pioneer. I, I was 16. I lived in New York at the time. And I remember at the age of 16, driving from the suburbs into Manhattan <laughs> to go to his training. And um, everything he did was so ahead of his time from the exercise. And I don't know if you remember the, the juicer. Oh, right?
0: yeah. I remember the infomercials with the juicing. Oh yeah.
1: Well, he knew that. And, and he, he, oh my goodness, he was so healthy, so strong right up until the end. And I just so admired that. I just thought it was amazing what he was able to create within his own body.
0: Yeah. He, he's uh was, was an amazing man. He lived the life that he preached to everyone. Uh, it reminds me of you, Dr. Ronnie. Uh, he, uh, He had the record, I think it was uh, at 70 years old. He did a mile swim tugging 70 boats behind him. Uh, He did swims handcuffed. It was just... Amazing what he put his body through, it just extraordinary, and living that healthy lifestyle. Uh, fortunately, he left us at 96 years old. Uh, he'd gotten sick and then caught pneumonia in the hospital and passed. And uh, not everybody can live forever. The structure will eventually fail us. But he had a life. I mean, could you imagine being 70 years old and getting out in the water and tugging 70 boats a mile swimming? I mean, some of us don't even want to swim 100 yards, let alone a mile. <laughs>
1: And he created that for himself and then he shared it with all of us and look where we are today, right? It's, it's, it's amazing. It's a part of many people's lives today. Whereas if we go back all those years ago.
0: Yeah. And I I believe he had the, the, didn't he have a Lelaine fitness and then they joined with Bally's and then they all ended up joining with LA fitness. So all the LA fitnesses are really pioneered and started from uh, this gentleman, Jack Lelaine.
1: Yes. Well, he's looking down on us now.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was definitely wonderful. So again, if you want to get in contact with Dr. Ronnie, or if you just want to see more about what she does, uh, drronnie.com. That's D-R-R-O. N-N-I-E She's got that three-minute video on there. She said something about affirmations and more affirmations and more affirmations. She said it was even a tongue twister. But get on there and listen to that.
1: It's it's a PDF they can download and fill out.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not even a video. It's a download and fill out. Excuse me on that one. Thank you.
1: <laughs> we'll create a video. That must mean I'm supposed to be creating a video. There you
0: go. You got to make it verbal for the people that want to listen to it in the car instead of reading a PDF.
1: Duly noted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Ronnie. A uh, pleasure. We're going to have to meet up for that wine soon.
1: OK, I'd love that. Miss you.
0: <laughs> Miss you, too. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors.